Anybody? Is this thing on? Oh, hey, there you are. Hey, it's Mr. Damon. And I cannot wait for tonight's story. But before we get started, why don't you take a second and invite your mom or dad, grandma, grandpa, whoever it is that you live with to come and join you. Don't worry, I'll, I'll wait. And I got a little tune for you while we wait. waiting for you to get your mom or dad, grandma or grandpa, and your great aunt Betsy too. All right, everybody there? Perfect. Well, church kids and moms and dads, I just want to remind you about the amazing brand new game on Alexa that we have created just for you. It's called Church Kids Trivia, and in it, Alexa will actually ask you trivia questions from Church Kids stories. It's so much fun and it's totally free. So I think one of these days, maybe tomorrow, take a moment and you should play together and see who knows. Hey, Church Kids, see if you know more about Church Kids stories than your parents. I think you do. All righty. Everybody comfy and ready, settled in for the story? Good. Well, when I was a church kid, I can remember disobeying my parents a few times. Maybe one time, or okay, but twice. All right, all right, all right. I disobeyed a lot when I was a kid. Disobeying's never a good idea, is it? All the parents in the room say amen. Disobeying seems like it's a good idea at the time, but then it always ends up with us getting in trouble, and it's terrible. Church kids, have you ever gotten in trouble from your parents for something that you did? When my parents disciplined me or gave me consequences after I disobeyed, they weren't being mean. They were trying to teach me how to make good choices for myself. In the exact same way, your parents want the best for you and don't want you to settle for second best. And so that's why when we make poor choices that are second best, there's consequences that come with them. So we don't make that same poor choice again. And just like you and I disobey sometimes, do you know the children of Israel in the Bible didn't always obey God? And just like our parents, God wanted the best for them. He loved them. So God sent prophets to correct them, to talk with them. Well, last week we learned about how David's best friend, Jonathan, made the decision to put David first. And so David became the next king of Israel instead of Jonathan. And when he did this, Jonathan showed David how God wants to help us become great. Well, King David ruled for 40 years. But shortly after David died and went to be with Jesus in heaven, something not so good began to happen in Israel. Slowly, over time, the Israelites forgot about God and stopped obeying him. Instead of saying yes to God's love for them, the Israelites started worshiping fake gods. It got so bad, and the people made such bad choices, God sent a man named Elijah to speak to the Israelites and to tell them to stop running away from God. Elijah was a prophet. Now, prophet just simply means a man or a woman who's sent by God to remind people how much he loves them. And day after day, 
Elijah would talk with the Israelites and tell them to stop worshiping the fake gods, stop hurting one another, and come back to the one and only God. But day after day, the Israelites would ignore him. Until one day, Elijah had had enough. That's it, Elijah shouted. We're going to settle this once and for all. We're going to find out who the real God is. So Elijah brought out all the priests who worshiped the fake god Baal to the top of the mountain. I'm going to show you that God is the only true God and that Baal, he's fake. So Elijah told the priests of Baal, this is how this is going to go down. I will build an altar or a pile of stones to God, the one true God. And you build an altar to your fake god, Baal. Then we're both going to pray. And whichever God answers and sends fire down from heaven to burn up the sacrifice in the altar, that's the real God. Well, the people who followed Baal went first. They built their altar. They shouted and sang and screamed and danced and begged Baal, the fake God, for the entire day. Please, Baal, please answer. But no answer came. And the more they danced around and the more they shouted, the more Elijah sat back and began to laugh. At one point, Elijah yelled, Hey, maybe your fake God is asleep. Oh, and this caused the prophets of Baal to dance and shout it even louder. Later on, Elijah's like, hey, maybe your fake God is like in the bathroom going number two. <laughs> and he laughed. Until finally, after dancing and shouting and screaming all day long, the prophets of Baal fell down to the ground exhausted and still no answer. Elijah stood up, dusted off his robe, walked over. And he looked at a bunch of people standing nearby because all of Israel had gathered on the mountain to watch the showdown of the prophets. You, you, and you, he pointed to people. Get the biggest jugs you can, fill them with water, and bring them to me. So the people hustled off and filled up huge jugs of water. Then Elijah dug a trough around his altar. And he had the people dump the water all over the sacrifice that was sitting on top of the altar. The water poured down, soaked everything. Oh my goodness, and it filled up the trough around the altar. People looked at each other and they're like, Elijah, you're crazy. Nothing's gonna catch fire when it's that wet. You just sabotaged your own competition. Elijah looked back at the people and smiled and said, don't worry about it. And then, as the sun was about to go down, Elijah, quietly, without screaming, without any shouting, simply closed his eyes, looked up to heaven, and said, God, I know who the one true God is. Now, show everybody else. And the moment he finished that simple conversation with God, church kids, the Bible says, that fire poured out of heaven, came roaring down, and it consumed not just the sacrifice, not just the water, but everything around it. 
When the people saw this, their eyes got huge and they all fell down. And for the first time in a long time, the people realized that they had been following the wrong things. They said, God, you're the one true God. And we want to know your love again. Church kids, even though everyone around him had decided to not follow God, it didn't change Elijah's mind. He knew how much God loved him, and he knew how much God loved everyone around him. Do you know that you're going to find yourself around people and situations where most everyone around you doesn't know Jesus yet? And that's actually a great thing. Because just like he used Elijah to show the people around him his love, God wants to use you in every space, in every room, and every friendship to show the people around you how much he loves them too. You, in a really cool kind of way, are kind of like a prophet sent by God to show everyone around you how much he loves them. In church kids, the same thing is true with our parents. God has put them in our lives to show us how much he loves us. And so when we make poor decisions, kind of like the Israelites did, he wants to use your mom or dad, grandma, grandpa, to correct you and to teach you how to make good choices all on your own. Can we do this right now? Can we talk to Jesus together and say, Jesus, thank you for loving me. Thank you for giving me parents. God, thank you for helping me make amazing choices and to follow you. Jesus, will you use me to show others how much you love them just like you used Elijah? Amen. Amen. Well, I love you so much. You are so incredible. You are God's favorite. And I hope you have a wonderful sleep tonight. Sweet dreams. And remember this, you are so loved. Good night.